USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, was found dead in his prison cell today at the age of 81. He'd been moved to a medical facility in North Carolina in December of 2021 due to his failing health. Kaczynski evaded capture for nearly 20 years and was known as America's most prolific bomber. His 16 bombings resulted in three deaths and a number of injuries before his arrest in 1996. More help is headed to Ukraine. The Biden administration announced another $2.1 billion in security assistance for Ukraine on Friday. The aid package includes air defense and ammunition capabilities. The U.S. has committed $40 billion to Ukraine since Russia's invasion began last February. It comes as Kyiv begins a counteroffensive against invading Russian troops. I'm Jeremy Scott. Ukrainian officials say they have evidence Russia blew up a dam that caused an environmental catastrophe this week. Investigators claim to have intercepted a phone call between Russian agents who were talking about plans to blow up the Novokakovka Dam in northern Ukraine. Former President Trump faces a new federal indictment accused of endangering national security. The unsealed 37-count indictment alleges mishandling of classified documents. Our laws that protect national defense information are critical the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. Special counsel Jack Smith says Trump is also being charged with obstruction of justice, which carries a maximum 20-year prison sentence if he's found guilty. Trump will appear in court in Florida on Tuesday. Former President Trump hitting the campaign trail today. He'll be speaking at GOP conventions in Georgia and North Carolina. President Biden set to hold his first re-election campaign event in the swing state of Pennsylvania next week. He'll attend a political rally with union members in Philadelphia on June 17th, emphasizing his strong ties and support for labor unions. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is accusing the British Parliament of conducting a witch hunt against him. Johnson resigned from Parliament, stating that the House of Commons investigation into his Partygate scandal was an attempt to force him out. He believes the investigation is driven by a desire to seek revenge for Brexit. Johnson resigned as Prime Minister in July. Four kids who went missing last month after their plane crashed in the Amazon jungle have been found alive. Colombia's President Gustavo Petro tweeted the news and shared photos of the children with rescue teams. The kids, ages 13, 9, 4, and an infant, were the only survivors of a plane that crashed in the Colombian jungle on May 1st. Pope Francis is recovering from surgery, but he will remain in the hospital through all of next week. Doctors advise the 86-year-old Pope not to deliver his Sunday blessing from a hospital balcony tomorrow. To avoid strain on his abdominal walls, Francis underwent a three-hour surgery in Rome on Wednesday to repair an abdominal hernia. 
back in 2021 after the Pope's last surgery. He was able to stand and deliver his blessing from the balcony at the same hospital, but that was after seven days of recovery. I'm Brad Siegel. An online petition to relocate a lonely giraffe from a Mexico park to a Texas ranch has nearly 80,000 signatures. The petition on change.org is called Speak Up for Benito, the Lonely Giraffe. Benito is currently at Park Central in Juarez, and petition organizers want him relocated to Blue Hills Ranch in McGregor. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-511-6046. 800-511-6046. That's 800-511-6046. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to our number three of Radio Law Talk. Todd Cunin here, Fred Penny on assignment, Garrett Penny has been, I, I would say, more than just filling in. He's been holding his own, handling. He's got the other side of the ship anchored down here. We're doing well. How you He's doing? like Roy Hobbs in that baseball movie. Steps in, starts knocking him out of the park. Yeah, the natural. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, and it's not true, but I appreciate it nonetheless. You know, Cal, you referenced the natural, and I don't know why it is. When people hear that, I'm sure everybody thinks of the iconic shot where he hits the ball after breaking his bat. And look, if you haven't watched the movie by now, I don't care if I'm giving it away as a spoiler alert. Shame on you. Yeah, right. Watch the movie. You'll yeah, like he, it. Yeah. He spoil away. Yeah, he breaks his bat, a Wonder Boy, and <laughs> and uh, do you know do you know the name of the bat that was brought out for him? Uh, Thunder Boy. No. Sea Boy Special. Oh, that's that right. The that's bat right. because he helped the bat boy make his own bat. That's and he's like, right. really? You want me to hit with this one? <laughs> and uh, and then he hits the ball, and it busts out the stadium lighting, and he's running around while bleeding from his abdomen, and the the, oh. the electric lights the are showering down in the on background. him. It was and, so good, yeah. and all that. And those are the things that people remember. Good storytelling. N- not me. 
You didn't like it? I liked the movie. Oh, I love the movie. It's just that's not what I remember from it. No, no. Kim Basinger? No. no, Well. (laughs) Yeah, okay, there's that. I'm going to need a moment. Uh, No, it wasn't wasn't that either. It was the, uh, when they had the sports psychologist in there because they kept losing. And they go, losing is a disease as contagious as malaria. (laughs) (laughs) So would you say. Have you used them before? (laughs) Yes. Losing is as disease, as contagious as he starts naming off STDs and everything. It's like, oh, golly. Who hired this guy? Yeah. That, was, uh, that was one of my favorite parts in the movie. Or when they're playing Name That Tune with uh, Wilford Brimley and, as the coach and the other guy in the dugout. That, that was awesome stuff. Pretty funny stuff. And I think a fairly interesting fictionalized version of how baseball really is. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff, games within the game. I do baseball play-by-play for a... Uh, minor league baseball team up in Marysville, the Marysville Drakes. And um, you really, you pay attention to what's going on behind the scenes. And what it's, it's all glamour when you look at the major league baseball players play. You bet. But you look at the minor league baseball players. It's not glamour. Yeah. It, it is, I mean, they're putting in a lot of work for not a lot of money, but they've all got the dream that they want to play. And... When, when they yell, play ball, whatever went into it before that time, you can just tell when you got a group of nine guys in their 20s out there. What's a group of 25 at nine on the field? And they just play in a game that they love. And it's exactly. awesome to watch. Yeah. It Don't is awesome it? to yeah, watch. Right. I, I, I was thinking to myself, the first baseball game I ever went to, Major League, was the Giants versus the Houston Colt 45s. <laughs> and before they were the Astros. And Larry Durker was the pitch, pitcher. Willie McKay, Mays, Willie McCovey, and Orlando Cepeda were batting three, four, five. Wow. Guess what the 18-year-old Larry Durker did? Gave up three home runs in a row. <laughs> it was so awesome. It was the old Candlestick Park. I'll never forget stepping out and seeing that big sea of green. It was amazing to see yeah. that Major League field for the first time. I, re- I remember the first Major League game I went to, yeah. Candlestick Park. Yeah. And it was the Dodgers and the Giants playing. Willie McCovey was still with the team, a very young Jack Clark playing over in right field. Oh, yeah. Uh, this would have been, I want to say, right around 1980, 81, along in there. Uh, I th- if I remember, there was, uh, it might have been a year before, in the program guide, there was a, a little blurb in there about giants in the farm system up and coming. And they had this uh, little blurb about some guy named Mike Kruko. <laughs> who is the play? He's the color commentator for the Giants now with yeah. Dwayne Kuyper and uh, and the Dodgers beat the Giants. That was and Roger Craig, their manager during the Hum Baby era, about that time just passed. Uh, his, right. his 90s when he died just recently. So God Ger- rest Ger- his soul. Garrett, what was your first uh, sports event that you went to? I, was, I don't remember the first sports pro, event. pro sports event. I couldn't even tell you. The you one I remember the said, most. Yeah, this is magic. When you saw that and said, whoa, like that. It was the Kings in the playoffs versus the Lakers. Uh, we got temporary courtside seats. Sat down there, saw Shaq, saw Kobe, saw Vladi Divac, Peja Stoyakovich, Bibby, all those, you know, those star players. And I remember sitting there, you know, second row, you know, on the baseline and seeing Shaq. I was like, these guys are a lot bigger than on the, on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being a 12-year-old or however old I was, it was, it was magical. It was so much fun. 
That Isn't is it awesome. interesting? And that was the year that the Kings got ripped out of it by uh, a guy who admitted he was a crooked referee. What was it, Mike Donnelly or something like that? Uh, well, anyway, he, admitted, yeah. he wrote a book and told about anyway. But but be that as it may, yeah. that, those were also very heady times for a California sports fan. It was yeah, pretty cool. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, you know, I, look, we're a national radio show, so but I'm still going to be Homer. Hopefully, the Kings get back there on a regular basis. You know, I, I think they're heading the right direction. It's a lot more interesting when teams like the Kings and the Thunder and teams like that are competitive. It just makes it more fun for everyone, I think. Yeah. 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 And uh, here we go, the segue. And all the players are under contract, which is a legal document, and that's what we're talking about in a regular radio law talk. That's how we. <laughs> that's how it's related. That's how we rein it back in. Yes, 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 yes. That's my story, and I'm sticking by it. Mm. They're all represented by agents. So that's what we have. Uh, case or no case, let's see. The first two, we split. I got one. Garrett playing for Fred got the other one. So we're both up five points apiece there. Cal, can you get us started with the case or no case for this hour? I, I want to give you a tease. I don't want to give the whole thing okay. away if you don't mind. This oh, give us a tease, a guy, Cal. An, a Marine. Okay. Uh, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to do it. Here we go. <laughs> you convinced him. Case or no case. I'd have to give away too much. Former Marine James Carlito was inside a park in Atlanta, Georgia, when a shooting broke out. A nearby police officer fell to the ground, too wounded to offer any resistance. Carlito crept over behind a nearby tree and snuck out, grabbed the officer's weapon, fired it, and dispatched the guy who had shot the officer. The officer wasn't dead, but he couldn't do very much. He was hurt pretty badly. Then, then he was arrested on suspicion of disarming the officer and being the shooter by the Atlanta police. When they got there, Carlito had the gun in his hand standing by the officer. They arrested him immediately, held him for a couple of days while they sorted it out. Afterward, he said, I'm going to call a civil, civil rights attorney because what happened to me ain't right. And so I'm going to see if I have a case or no case against the Atlanta PD for wrongful arrest. Garrett. Well, uh you know, it's one of those things I've always been told. If you shoot someone, you're going to be arrested, whether it's self-defense or not. So I think, you, you know, that's probably true. Uh, you know, you come upon a scene and you see a guy holding a gun and a police officer down, another guy down, and uh, probably was arrested. Uh, whether he has a case, uh, I think there's no case there. Um, now, whether one was filed, probably. Um, but I, I'm going to say uh, there was a case. But uh, he loses. I didn't mention that he was an African-American male, and the officers that arrested him were white and immediately presumed him to be guilty of being the shooter, immediately. And that was how he, felt, how he was handled, he believed. And that, I think, probably irritated him. Uh, Todd, what do you think, case or no case? Well, you know, I, I agree with Garrett's analysis here. I, I think regardless of the race of either the police officers or the person that has the deceased or soon-to-be-deceased police officer's gun, when law enforcement officers show up and there are two people dead and one person is holding a gun, that's really not the time to start sorting things out. You yep. have to act for your safety yep. and, and and try to figure it out later. Thank heaven it wasn't guns ablazing coming in. Yep. And um, I want to think about this. When we come back from the break, I will give my answers to whether or not I think it's a case. And rest assured, I will not be looking anything up on my smartphone or my laptop computer. It will all be... Buying time. It will all be from the confines of my own brain, which could be dangerous. And Todd can't have a smartphone. He has an Android. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just kidding. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk right after this break. Don't go away.
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-254-1639-800-254-1639-800-254-1639. That's 800-254-1639. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. 
NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. Now it's time to go back. I don't know why I did that, but anyway, it's time for to go back to Radio Law Talk. Time for us to go back there, Todd and Garrett. What's going on? All right, so we're in the middle of our case or no case, and the just to recap here, the setup is uh, there's an officer involved shooting with uh, officer and some other perpetrator. The officer is hit. A bystander who happens to be a former Marine, African-American male, comes over to the officer, uh, gets the officer's gun and returns fire to the, toward the assailant of the officer, takes down that individual. So when other law enforcement officers show up, there are two people either dead or soon to be thereof. And this one guy who is actually the hero, the hero holding the dead cop's service weapon, and they arrest him, and the question is, was there a lawsuit filed after that? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, a civil lawsuit. A civil lawsuit. Yeah, Mr. Carlito didn't want anything criminal. He just said, look, uh, you got to ask questions before you jump, and so that was what he okay. was concerned about. So, so here, here's my question to you, Cal. Sure. What year was this? This was in 1994. 1994. And now I was talking with Garrett during the break, and I said, I'm going to ask Cal what the year was and to see if that changes your answer. And and I don't know. Does that change your answer? I, I'm I'm tend to side towards no case. No case was filed. Okay. See, because th- this is this is what I this is what I'm wrestling with here. I don't think that a case would necessarily be filed even today because of the arrest for the reasons I said. Look, you show up. There's two dead people. The officers have no context other than officer involved in a shooting. You show up, one person's holding a gun, and there's two people down, right? I, I get the arrest. You don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. It's probable cause standard. It's a safety issue. Absolutely, I get the arrest. I think if a lawsuit was filed, it would be based upon how the individual was treated after arrest. Now, if cops feel like you know one of theirs is down and this guy was subject to unusually cruel and unusual conditions. If they well, manhandled him somehow. Yeah, then, like then I could yeah. see that happening if he yeah. felt like the evidence that they would have needed to procure to exonerate him, they dragged their feet, took their time um, procuring. Do we know how soon he was released after the— Two days. Two days afterwards? I think this is a scenario and not a case. I'm going to go with not a case on this one um, because two days was a— pretty quick amount of time. You're not going to get ballistic stuff that night. You're not going to get anything um, that quickly. I I would say that this, this happened. This is an event, but no case was filed. Okay, well, let me tell you what I have in my item here. In the scenario, Mr. Carlito was standing over the fallen officer with the officer's gun immediately when the other police officers arrived after he had dispatched the bad guy. And he was saying, He's the bad guy. He was, you know, making, trying to make his position clear at that time. The Atlanta PD thought he might be the bad guy himself. And what if he's lying to us? We've got to take him down. And so they did. They put him down. They arrested. He wasn't shot by police, and he very well could have been. They made that clear to him. And then they said to him, we're sorry for how this went down, but we're glad you're safe. We're sorry about our officer being severely, mortally wounded on the scene. Thank you for helping him. Here's a medal. And by the way, for those of you who are keeping score, 
no case. So we both get five points. Yeah. So it was a productive day for for me and for Fred vicariously through uh, through Garrett. Which he'll be very disappointed by because he has not been able to win a new ball of gum from the gum machine the way things have been going for Fred. So he'll be glad that Garrett came in and played for him. I mean, but both of us, I, that's 10 points. Yeah, that's great. Wow, good, awesome. Good and job. that, ladies and gentlemen, is... <laughs> case or no case. Now back to Radio Lockout. Okay, so we are we're back here, and uh, we, we talked about Motley Crue last hour and their litigation. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there's there's one thing that we always say, right? And it's like, well, we don't know who's going to win this case, but we do know one thing: the attorneys are going to come out because Winning. the attorneys are going to make their money, right? Always. Well, not so fast. Not so fast. We got a case here. Do you remember Napster? Napster? Do you remember? The, the musical file sharing service, of yes. course. Yeah, I remember that. that. Napster started by, was it Sean Parker, who, who later uh, really helped out Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook. If, Wasn't that Spider-Man? Oh, no, that's Peter Parker. That's Peter, so, okay. yes. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Peter Parker. But interestingly enough, in the movie The Social Network, uh, who was it? The guy who played... Uh, he, he he played he was he played the friend of Mark Zuckerberg the actor who played the friend of Mark Zuckerberg that helped get Facebook started. Uh, was it Andrew Garfield? He played Spider Man. <laughs> he was the Spider Man after Tobey Maguire was. See, it all so, ties together. So it all comes together. Well, so, so Napster way back in the day. Yeah, they were sued. Metallica was at the forefront getting them shut down because of all the file sharing and everything going on. But Napster stuck around. Yeah, they they had a. Uh, they had a service where, you know, similar to Spotify and others, where you could you could get music, but you had to pay for it, and royalties had to be paid. And a lawsuit was filed, though, because certain new artists didn't feel like they were getting the bang for their buck. They weren't getting paid what they thought they should have been paid. Some weren't getting paid at all, and so there was this class action lawsuit filed. And um, at the time... There was a, a cap given to, I believe, Napster's lawyers. Look, you, you can settle for this to up to $20 million, right? Well, as the lawsuit went on, the uh, National Music Publishers Association actually ended up reaching an agreement with Napster. And based upon that agreement, the class action lawsuit that was pending at the same time was pretty much gutted by potential plaintiffs who opted out of that. And there were some that were left. And they reached a settlement with those plaintiffs that were left. And I think the ultimate settlement was, what, 50000 yep, something, something like that. 50000 bucks to make this go away on a case where Napster's lawyers had initially been given and projected this could be $20 million to resolve. But we resolved it for 50000 Look at how great we are. <laughs> we're heroes. And, and submitted a bill initially in around $6 million for a $50,000 settlement. Was this to the court they submitted the bill or to Napster? To, to Napster to be paid. Gotcha. But then okay. we've got the issue about, wait, how much is to really be paid? When we come back, we'll find out what the court did when the court got involved with how much the attorneys <laughs> legitimately could have been making from that. Something tells me it won't be good news for the attorneys in question. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk in just a little bit right here. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. 
commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. The commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the... I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. USA News Update. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, was found dead in his prison cell today at the age of 81. Kaczynski evaded capture for nearly 20 years and was known as America's most prolific bomber. His 16 bombings resulted in three deaths and a number of injuries before his arrest in 1996. Former President Trump is indicted in a federal case accused of jeopardizing national security. The unsealed 37-count indictment alleges mishandling of classified documents. This indictment was voted by a grand jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. And I invite everyone to read it in full to understand the scope and the gravity of the crimes charged. Special Counsel Jack Smith, Trump will appear in court in Florida on Tuesday. The NHL's Stanley Cup Final Game 4 is tonight. The Florida Panthers are hosting the Vegas Golden Knights. Florida won Game 3, but Vegas still has a two-games-to-one series lead. John Schaefer, USA News. Attention small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. And all you have to do is make one short 10-minute call to take your business up a notch or bounce back from these difficult couple of years. Omega Accounting Solutions can help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute ERC consultation to determine if you qualify. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. 
They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800-300-9ERC. That's 800-300-9ERC. 1-800-300-9ERC. Or visit omegataxcredit.com. Attention timeshare owners. Tired of the financial stress? Were you misled by the salesperson? Don't or can't use your timeshare anymore? If any of these apply to you, then you may qualify for timeshare cancellation and get the relief you need now. Timeshare Defense Attorneys is the number one affordable fixed fee legal solution in the country with an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. That's certainly better than my grades. They even offer a 100% client satisfaction guarantee. Let one of their experienced lawyers evaluate your case and explain the process. If they take you as a client, they'll work on your case until it's resolved in your favor. Guaranteed. Expect great service and a close working relationship with your lawyer, keeping you informed every step of the way. Protecting your rights, interests, and even your credit. It's that simple. Even a kid like me could understand it. The consultation is free. Call today. 800-875-1853. 800-875-1853. That's 800-875-1853. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. So in, in this Napster case, what happens is after you know, the, the class starts, and, and when the class uh, gets going, there, there is, it's not written, but there's this belief that this, this case could be worth up to $20 million for the potential, for the plaintiffs, suing Napster for the uh, egregious acts that Napster was alleged to have engaged in. Well, then you get um, the class was gutted after this agreement here, and it turns out that the remaining plaintiffs... Remaining 2% of the plaintiffs. Yes, the remaining 2% of the plaintiffs, because 98% left after the agreement was reached, well, their potential that they that they would have claimed for their uh, claims that existed was only about uh, just shy of $53,000 at 52841 So that is what the remaining plaintiffs had as part of their claim. And you could see why a court would say, whoa, 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 hold on a second here. Your clients are, you know, have a claim for about $52,000, bucks. By the way, they only they settled for fifty, so they got almost what they were claiming for. But your bill initially was for like $6 million. And, and and one of the courts pointed out, you know, there's a uh, what is it? Except in extraordinary cases, let's see, the fee award should not exceed the value, the value of the litigation provided. Okay, and and so then they went and they started looking at the bill. They found out that well, a lot of these bills were block billing. Um, you know, there'd be one phone call, and a lot of attorneys would be on that one phone call, so they all got to bill. It, it reminds me of the of the joke about the guy that died and went up to the pearly gates, and you know he was an attorney, and he claimed he was taken too early. You know, yeah, you took me too early. You know, he says, uh, I was only I was only 42 years old. There's no way I should have died. <laughs> and the worker's like, whoa, huh? How old did you say you were? He says, I was 42. He says, hold on a second. Reaches in the back, comes out with this big ledger. He says, well, according to your billable hours, you were 97. <laughs> you know, so the, the, the court reduced a lot of those fees. But still, still, before I guess the appeals court, it's like a $1.7 million award. Well, so let me take 
yeah. the devil's advocate can be the, the plaintiff's attorneys, right? So their argument is, I came in with all these plaintiffs, this class, and got this thing started. I'm doing all the work, doing all the work up. And, and some of them went off and settled kind of behind my back and opted out. Um, but I did the work. And then, you know, just because they got a settlement and then I settled a little bit here, I still did most of the legwork there. I, I deserve to be compensated for for the work. And, and I guess if I were coming back was the court or was the defense. And mind you, this is all coming up. And the reason the court's involved here is because the plaintiff is seeking that the defense pay them back, pay them back for their legal fees. And, and I think that if I'm the courts, they say, well, look. You always run the risk when you have a certain number of plaintiffs that some of your clients are going to leave. And, and, and maybe you have a claim. I, I can't tell you how to reach your fee agreement with your potential plaintiffs, but if you feel like you've done work for plaintiffs and they leave and you have been compensated for that, and it was a contingency agreement, but then they voluntarily left, maybe your agreement provides for some sort of compensation for the hours. But that's between you and your former clients that left. It's not between you and the defense. So you're saying they need to go after whatever settlement agreement money, and they should get that, their fees from there. Yeah, I, I think they could do that if, for example, when the uh, NMPA reached the settlement agreement, if there was any sort of award to these that these plaintiffs who left the class action, if there was any sort of award that they could have received as a result of this agreement with the NMPA. Because had they done a contingency, right, Todd, they would have said, okay, we're going to get a percentage of your award, whatever it is, unless they were trying to get the other side to pay the fees. So you, you win a thousand bucks in a traffic accident, the lawyer gets 330 bucks or whatever it is, something like that, right? Yep. Is that what I'm kind of yep. hearing you say they should have done? Yeah, it's so, 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 so my point here is if if the plaintiff's firm loses 98% of their clients because of this deal that the NMPA made with Napster, and if there was any compensation that these 98% got, then maybe this law firm that was the original firm for the class, maybe they have a lien against any award that those folks say, look, we, we've been working on your behalf, and you cut us out at the 11th hour. And now we're only left with these folks. We've done all this work for you. I, I think the point from the court and the defense is we weren't involved in that. And if you got an issue, the issues is with your clients and anybody else has stepped in, we're only responsible for your attorney's fees as they relate to the plaintiffs that you had left. Okay. That would that would be their argument. I don't and and again, this is all devil's advocate. I'm not saying it's yeah. a great argument yeah. or not. But that's the argument. But that's the argument. It seems to be the one that carried the day. Because ultimately there was like this $1.7 million award, and that went up on appeal, and the appellate court said, um, okay, here's where you all made a mistake, okay? Here's where you all made a mistake. When you were valuing the claim, you kept looking at the value of the claim from the original group of plaintiffs, which you valued at $20 million, what you needed to be doing was valuing the claim based upon the value of the remaining plaintiffs, the remaining 2%, which was only $52,841. When you value the claim and then start to assess fees based upon that, the award of fees, because we, we don't want the attorneys to make a lot more than the class that they were representing. I mean, you, you want an award to the – you want an award to the attorneys – that is, I don't know, originally it was $6 million, but that would be, what, 600% more than the entire sum that was awarded the class, right? 
So, so normally, like if you have a class action lawsuit against big tobacco, let's say it comes out at a, a $500 million and the attorneys walk away with, you know, 75 million, let's say they walk away with 100 million, 200 million in fees. The 200 million the attorneys got is still substantially less than what was awarded the entire class. But Garrett, would they, as a plaintiff's lawyer, would you make that a deal with them beforehand, have them sign an agreement regarding fees? Because you can't guarantee the court's going to rule attorney's fees to the losing side. No, of course. There's always agreement. And I think by, I don't know, statute or the state bar, but contingency fees must be in writing. But but I, I have the argument. And I, let me keep playing the, the, the devil's advocate, if you will. Um, so and maybe it's a justice system as a whole. Some cases, you know, for the for the two percent remaining requires a lot of time and effort by attorneys. The value far more than let's just say it's you know a small percentage of the fifty thousand. No attorney is going to take a case for fifteen thousand dollars that requires a million dollars worth of billable hours. So part of the the incentive is hey I can get this from the defendant who has money who can pay uh, to right a wrong to to correct justice to get, you know seek justice for my clients and so maybe part of their argument is look if you want if you want to encourage attorneys to take these kind of cases to right wrongs and to get justice for for clients that won't be able to pay you need to award me that one point seven or that six million dollars attorney's fees I I can see that argument I can see that argument. Because plaintiff lawyers always say, if you don't win, you don't pay. Well, these guys won, and they still don't pay. So I can see where the lawyer would say, well, how about a little uh, love of our, love our way? Huh? Yeah, because each of these 2% of the, these uh, class action, I don't know how many people are involved in 2%. And maybe uh, you know, 10,000 people are, are 2%. Um, but each of them individually, it makes no sense to you know, go after a big case for 100 bucks or $1,000. Um, so they're representing kind of the masses and their arguments, well, it requires time and dedication in some of these complicated cases. Yeah. And, and in most of these cases, again, in most of these cases, the amount of attorney's fees is less yep. than the amount the entire class is awarded. In this case, it was several times the amount that the entire class was awarded. The court talked about that it, when it was remanded after the appellate court overturned the award of 1.7. He said, this is what a case that would, quote, uh, will likely make the average person shake their head in disbelief. Like, how is it yeah. that the attorneys made out like bandits, but they're, the entire class only got a small fraction of what the attorneys would have gotten? But isn't that true for most class action suits? No. The attorneys make bank, and the little guys like me, the last one I got was six bucks from AT&T. But let's... let's Listen to what I said. Yeah, it was the attorneys usually make less than the entire class as no, a whole. I get, I get that. If you got six bucks, it was because you were a member of a class of you know maybe a hundred thousand people. They all got six bucks, right, right? And and so it's it's the entire class. The whole class got fifty two, fifty thousand bucks. Yeah. And so that was the issue that the court had with it. So that makes a lot of sense. So. Yeah, it's I, I see it remember, on both not, sides. They're not taking the money from the the clients, but they want it from the the deep pockets. Yeah. Which actually saves the clients money because now they don't have to pay their attorneys. Yeah. So that's what happened there. The lawyers don't always get paid. So, uh, you know, it's a sad day for all of us. I'm, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm sure you are. We'll be back for our final segment of Radio Law Talk after this, which will include quick takes. Don't go away. This is Radio Law Talk. We'll be back. You found Radio Law Talk. 
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800 That's 800-635-7188. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. 
They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800 Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Boys are weird. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Uh, Cal, have you ever heard of the Mandela Effect? Yes, of course. Yeah, the, the Mandela Effect, where people were convinced that something had happened. And it turns out it never happened. Like, uh, uh, you know, the Mandela Effect was something about where Nelson Mandela... Was he in some place? And everybody would swear that that's the case. But he was out of prison. He's in South Africa. He's dead. Whatever it may yeah. be, and people go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," like and, that, and they're like that. So, so I've had a bit of a Mandela effect this week. Oh, because I swear I remember a case or no case where you brought it out, and the facts of the case were some company had come up with this novelty chew toy, but it was in the shape of a Jack Daniels bottle, right? And, and it was called, like, Bad Spaniels. And then Jack Daniels' company sued for trademark infringement. Yes. And, and whether or not they won or they lost. And it sticks in my mind that ultimately there was this decision on appeal to the Ninth Circuit that they had lost that. Do you remember that? I, I remember the case. And I, for, for the life of me, I could not find it in my case or no case records. And I, I Googled everything I could find. And of course, the original case I found, but I could not find it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was either something we discussed on the show or it was in a case or no case, one or the other. So the reason this, this triggered my memory is because when I, and I do this every week, I take a look at what did the Supreme Court do this week? And in this last week, there were four decisions that dropped. And one of them was the Jack Daniels Inc. versus VIP Products LLC. Wow. And it made it up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And the issue was, okay, did this company that made this little chew toy that they called Bad Spaniels and put the little TM trademark logo on it, but the chew toy looked like a Jack Daniels bottle. Did that infringe on the trademark? Looked or, like a bottle and looked like the label, which was, yes. I didn't want to interrupt, but that was kind of a critical point, I thought. And, and in, in doing that, was the novelty company able to take advantage of the parody exception to trademark law? Now, the, the Ninth Circuit said, yeah, they were. This isn't a trademark, blah, blah, blah. It goes up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And you know what? U.S. Supreme Court did not agree with the Ninth Circuit. No! <laughs> U.S. Supreme Court looked at this, okay, this has got to go back down for further consideration, consistent with what the law is supposed to be. And guess what? When, bands, when bad Spaniels put TM and held theirs out as a trade, this, this, this pulled them out of the parody exception. 
Oh, so they said we made our own label and we're going to put a trademark for our label on the Jack Daniels label that's already trademarked by them, in effect. Yeah, is that and, what I'm and, hearing? and they yeah. were trying to argue that even the use of the TM, that was parody as well. Look, yeah, come on. Yeah, we, yeah. we were just trying to make this whole thing was, uh, was parody. And the court said, yeah, you no. went too far. Yeah. And it, it, it probably was. They probably did it, you know, try to mimic it as close as possible. And the TM was just, you know, trying to in parody. But they're regretting putting that TM on there. Absolutely. Now, what I immediately, what I think, because, again, this is how my brain works, I, I remember back to the, uh, the mid-'80s when I'm just, look, anybody who knows me, my favorite band, Van Halen. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and Michael Anthony, the bass player, who apparently Jack Daniels was his beverage of choice. He would, you know, chug it while he's playing bass, although I, I you know, I, I'm, all I'm going to say is iced tea looks a lot like Janet Daniels from a distance. I, whatever he was drinking. And, it was his persona. Yeah. But he also had a base that was in the shape of a Jack Daniels bottle. The body really? of it was this, then the, the neck was the neck, and the top where the, where the tuning pegs were was like the cap. And, and I, I, I wondered after reading this case, is Jack Daniels going to go after Michael Anthony? I wonder if they sponsored him. Well, and I would think that they wouldn't because there's probably a lot of people that saw that base and said, oh, if you're going to buy some whiskey for our party, you got to get a Jack Daniels if you're a Van Halen fan. I, I mean, I would think that that would boost the product. Yeah, That's what it's I'm more saying, promotional yeah. than a squeaky toy that Don's yeah. chewing on. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's a big difference between a base. And, a, and good music and a squeak toy with a dog. And nobody likes a drunk dog. I mean, let's face it, really. <laughs> so, I don't know if I've ever seen one. So, <laughs> so, that so you know of. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So that was that was one out of the Supreme Court. We've got another one out of the Supreme Court. Um, it's from the state of Alabama, and it has to do with um, the Voting Rights Act and drawing district lines and whether or not it was discriminatory to black voters the way Alabama had drawn up the lines. And, and look, the, the decision, there's the decision and then there's who voted for what part that I find more interesting. And so the decision here was that the Supreme Court in a 5-4 ruling ruled that Alabama had discriminated against black voters. And, and in essence, what the court was saying is, look, on its face, the law looked like it was facially neutral. But we have to view this in terms of not only is, it, is the law discriminatory on its face, but is it discriminatory in effect? And, and you might have an argument that the law was not discriminatory on its face, but the way it was applied was absolutely discriminatory against black voters in Alabama. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the effect, not the intent. Because could you imagine trying to figure out intent? Oh yeah, yeah. That that would be that would be even though criminal law, it, it, criminal. It would be difficult to do intent, but you know some the people that brought the lawsuit are like, I think the intent can be inferred from the effect. Yeah, it, it happened exactly the way they wanted it to, and that's discriminatory. And ultimately, the Supreme Court agreed with it. Now, here's the thing that I find interesting. Do you remember when um, Kavanaugh, I think, was when, when Kavanaugh was uh, going through the confirmation process of the Supreme Court. And the same thing has happened with all of the justices. When, when Justice Roberts went through the um, process back in the early 2000s when he was appointed to the Supreme Court by uh, George W. Bush, and they go through the confirmation process. And what do you hear time and time again? 
people on one side of the political aisle are claiming that the nominee from the other side of the political aisle is going to be a shill for that party, and they're all uh, they're going to rule in lockstep with conservatives, or liberals are going to rule in lockstep with liberals, and all of these arguments back and forth before the uh, before the confirmation process. I mean, you would have based upon the arguments. You would, you would come away thinking, okay, if this person makes it to the Supreme Court, they're going to vote with conservatives on every issue, or they're going to vote with liberals on every issue, consistent with the party that put them up for nomination, right? And then you look at the voting record. Wah, wah, wah. And here we've got, uh, this is a 5-4 voting record, and, and sure enough, there were some conservative justices that voted consistent with uh, a, a conservative viewpoint. But you got Justice John Roberts and Justice Kavanaugh sided with the liberal justice to find that this was a discriminatory law. Folks that when, when they went through their confirmation process, were, it, we, everybody would have come away thinking this, 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 these two are going to vote conservative on every issue. But you see, there's another presumption in there that kind of frustrates me, and that is that if you're a conservative, you're voting for something that discriminates against black people. And that, I just don't think that's true. Yeah, but, th- but those are the arguments but back that's and the forth. Argument. You're right. That was and the and I think that what we see with these decisions is that's not always the case in effect. Yeah. I think it was Justice Gorsuch wrote the opinion that preserved uh, rights for the LGBTQ community. And, and boy, when he was going through the confirmation process, you'd have thought that you know, he was going to destroy all the rights for anybody not straight. And, um, and that wasn't the case. And so I, I think it speaks to the court trying to really make an effort to, look, we rule on the cases as they come up. And we try to apply the law as we see them. And you couldn't hope for any more than that. That's yeah, what it's to not do. perfect, but it's the, still the best system in the world. And here, you know what that I takes hope for? Quick, quick takes. takes. I love quick takes. Garrett, I'd like to hear your quick take if you're ready for it. Do you have one? Yeah, <laughs> so I think the quick take from today is uh, if you're going to go out on your own, make sure you get the blessing of the Pope, the PGA Tour. <laughs> I like it. Good. Mr. Kiernan, what is your quick take? I'll follow up on that. And if you're going to make a squeak toy, make sure you get the blessing of Jack Daniels before you make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and make sure you pay the alcohol tax. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> well, folks, thank you for tuning into Radio Law Talk. We'll be back at it next Saturday morning from 9 to noon. We really appreciate you calling. If you missed anything, you can go to radiolawtalk.com and, and find this episode and all of our past episodes on as podcasts. We'll see you next week. RadioLawTalk.com You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. introduce you to our new sponsor get the tea get the tea carries all natural non-gmo organic teas and supplements made in the usa get the tea's ingredients are the purest available my favorite is life change tea life change tea is a gentle daily cleanse containing 12 herbs that when combined really keep things moving 
I drink it every day, and my energy has never been better. I'm feeling great. Life Change Tea comes in three delicious flavors, natural, peppermint, and pomegranate. It's an easy and delicious way to keep your digestion on track. And for those on the go, try D365. D365 is Life Change Tea in a capsule. Drink the tea or take D365 capsules and keep your digestion running smoothly. Go to GetTheTea.com and enter discount code USA to get 10% off any size order. That's GetTheTea.com, discount code USA for 10% off your order.